Welcome to the Lost Mystery Podcast with Anton and Evan. I'm Evan, and I've been a Lost fanatic from the beginning. And I'm Anton, experiencing the mysteries for the first time. Join us as we start from the very beginning and make our way to the very end. This is episode 45, where we're discussing three minutes from season two of Lost. When the plane crashed, I was on my way to Los Angeles to bury my dad. I'm sorry to hear that. Seems like such a long time ago now. I was going to go right from the airport to the cemetery, but I had no idea what I was going to say. Here we are again. I think Michael has been compromised. Let's keep walking, Jack. What do you mean compromised? His actions are not those of a man who is telling the truth. Why would he lie to us? Because I believe a father would do anything for his son. Because I believe that Michael may have freed Henry. And because I believe he's leading you into a trap. You believe a lot, Saeed. And I also believe that Henry was one of them. All right, let's go talk to him. No, he must continue to believe he's in control. Why the hell would we want to do that? So we can create an advantage. How? I don't know yet. Do we have one more night to figure that out? Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Lost Mystery Podcast with Anton and Evan. I'm Evan. And I'm Anton. And we are discussing three minutes from season two of Lost, a Michael-centric episode. And I think this was actually presented originally as a two-part finale. Like, they had this episode right up against the season finale. So it was like a giant three hours of TV. But we're going to break it down. This will be one episode, then the finale will be a totally separate episode. So let's get into this. Um, the first thing I have is, you know, in the hatch, you know, Michael's about to make his run, you know, to find Walt. Mm-hmm. And he starts, you know, hitting the keys on the keyboard like over and over and over again, like he's familiar with how to do this. And then eventually they, you know, they start registering so he can type something other than the numbers. Right. And, um, you know, he starts talking with Walt. And uh, he asks if Walt is okay. And he says, yes, okay, no time, come soon. Uh, Michael says he's ready and he's coming now. And uh, Walt tells him to go north and gives him a few visual cues, which I thought was interesting mm-hmm. about the rock with the hole in it and stuff like yeah. that. And and basically to help him know where exactly Walt is located. And then Michael is off. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Which, uh, going back to when we said Michael first went off, we, we, he, he definitely had direction there. You right. know, it's, and, and, this mm-hmm. is, and we see now that he was told to go north. And that he would find, you know, these things and he would know exactly where he's at. Right. Um, so, um, but that, you know, it was interesting that, um, you know, he was jumped into this as if no question, this was Walt, you know, I was trying right. to get from my perspective. I was thinking, all right, if he's held captive, how's Walt on a computer? Uh huh. You know, you know, I don't, that's what, what really came to my mind too. It's not like they, he ha- they have his own little bedroom set up yeah, with a little exactly. computer on a desk and. He's sitting there, you know, LOL, back and forth with his friends, you know. <laughs> right, yeah. It's So it's definitely, like, something mysterious there. I mean, 
how he's communicating with him, if he is actually at a computer or if he's doing something else, right? As we hear later in this episode, which yeah. is really freaky, yeah. Um, but yeah, and of course, all this is in a flashback. This is the entire point of this episode is to take us back and to show us exactly what Michael was right, doing yeah. all of this time. So back in real time, we see Michael, you know, burning a pink, a pink piece of paper, uh-huh. you know, which we later find out is the list of the people that he was supposed to bring back to the others. Right. And uh, Jack, you know, brings him back into the hatch and they start making a plan to attack. Mm-hmm. And I guess there's probably not much to discuss there. But uh, obviously, by the end of the episode, we find out what that piece of paper was. So there's yeah. no mystery there. Yeah. So we'll move on for now. Uh, yeah. Uh, we're going to come back to the, the, the people that were on the list, though, correct? Or, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, we can. And um, in a flashback, again, we can see, you know, Michael, you know, stumble on, you know, an other. You know, he's kind of going to the bathroom in the mm-hmm. jungle. And, and the other says, you know, you're Walt's old man, aren't you? You know, just then, you know, Beardy attacks yeah. you know, Michael from from behind. But um, Michael manages to get away you know, for a minute. And one of the others shoots at him. And the Beardy says, you know, what are you doing? We need him. Yeah. Yeah. So do you think that this is just kind of um, like a foreshadowing of the fact that they've had this plan to get Michael to go back and get, you know, those four people on the list? Or do you think that there's some other plan that we don't really know about yet? Um, I took it as like just a foreshadowing of saying, you know, that they, they had this plan. I mean, which um, that's why I want to talk about the people that were on the list, you know, is because it seems like this is all very well planned out. They uh-huh. knew exactly who would be in the hatch. And, you know, it's because what kind of weirded me out, I guess I'm going to talk about this now, I guess. But what kind of weirded <laughs> me out was... Um, the people that were in the hatch were the exact same people are on the list. Nobody else. Uh-huh. The only two other people are in the hatch were the two people who are killed. Right. You know, but I'm like, how in the world did they know that those were going to be the ones in the hatch and nobody else would know about it, you know? And then it, it just, to me, it just was too, too well like thought out and too well organized and, and, and that Michael was going to go back and do this thing. So it just seemed like it was his job to do, you know? Right. Um, and the fact that this dude throws this like rope with a, rock or whatever it was some yeah. kind of like you know <laughs> a sling yeah I think sling, it was a sling type thing yeah. you know i'm like what kind of weapon yeah. is that you <laughs> they know don't train for you that anymore you know yeah no kidding how the heck did that guy know how to use that that thing? was weird yeah yeah but yeah i mean i think it's a good point i mean they do know a lot about these people they have mm-hmm. a reason that we don't understand yet and why they want those people right and um yeah so it's really interesting to think about whether they've just decided that they want those people since they crashed on the island or if they wanted those four people to begin with. And that's the reason why the plane came to the island. Yeah, yeah. That's what really plays with my yeah, head. Yeah, exactly. And it's, it's just really interesting to think that there is this master plan going on that we're kind of seeing unfold before mm-hmm. us. And uh, you talk about a change in the nature of the show. I mean, there has been mystery all along. Yeah. But now they're getting into some big questions of, you know, why are these people on this island? You know, were they, did they, they, we don't think they got there on accident anymore. Right. I don't think no, really, no. but you know, why do they want those people, those four people on that list? Yeah. Well, and the other thing is, it makes me go back to think that uh, when Ethan 
was to be talking to the guy with the beard. Mm-hmm. Um, well, he didn't have a beard at that time, but he said that um, he was supposed to get to the list first. Right. You know, it makes me wonder if that was the original four that Ethan was supposed to get named. Good point. Yeah, know. that's true. And they had to come up with a kind of an, you know, an alternate plan once right. that didn't happen the way they expected. Exactly. Yeah, very good point there. So in the hatch in real time, you know, Echo tells Michael a story, you know, and uh, let's listen to that because I think it's very interesting. All right. Hello. I didn't hear you come in, man. I left my shoes outside. They were muddy. Did you find him? Henry? No. I hear you're a priest. Yes. Guess you believe in hell, then. For a brief time, I served in a small parish in England. Every Sunday after Mass, I would see a young boy waiting at the back of the church. And then one day, the boy confessed to me that he had beaten his dog to death with a shovel. And he said the dog had bitten his baby sister on the cheek and he needed to protect her and he wanted to know whether he would go to hell for this I told him that God would understand that he would be forgiven as long as he was sorry but the boy did not care about forgiveness he was only afraid that if he did go to hell, that dog would be there waiting for him. So what's so interesting about this conversation to me is the fact that it it kind of addresses Michael's situation directly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of like about people's ability to do extreme things, you know, when they're in extreme circumstances and you know, basically how God would forgive them if they were truly sorry for doing right, that. Right, yeah. But if the if the reason they were sorry was because they were afraid that that person would have revenge on them after they were dead, you know, that that's not the same thing as being truly exactly. sorry for yeah. Them. And it obviously, it kind of makes you wonder, because Michael, we can kind of guess, you know, is sorry about this because they had to die. Right. But it's almost like if he had the chance to do it over again and doing it meant he could get Walt back and not doing it meant he couldn't, mm-hmm. he'd probably do it again. Yeah, oh, yeah, definitely. So it probably is playing on Michael that, you know, maybe he isn't truly sorry for it if he would actually do it again. Yeah. So it was just a great clip that addressed Michael's situation. Yeah, exactly. Mr. Echo, I don't understand how he has this type of insight, but uh-huh. he, he has the, that lock characteristic Uh you know that has more of a more knowledge and we understand you know why he hasn't you know i I don't know i just he he knew exactly what was going on and and gives him the story and then Mm -hmm. the next scene michael's throwing up out in the you know woods as it hit too close to home you know yeah and one other interesting thing about this too is we've been led to believe for the most part that echo did not spend very much time at all 
as a priest. Right. Oh, yeah. You know, and I think it's interesting that he had enough time in that short span of time to to learn this type of lesson. Yeah. And to understand it well enough to, you know, kind of apply it to Michael's situation. Oh, yeah, definitely. You know, because, I mean, it'd be one thing if he were, a, a you know, a, a, what do you call it? a priest for, you know, 10 years. Yeah. Yeah. And he had time to kind of change from who he was before. Exactly. Into who he is now. But being it that it was such a short amount of time, it right. seems really strange that he has had this really dramatic change. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, just character. It points. I mean, like you said, I mean, it's only been a couple of months really mm-hmm. probably that he's even been considering himself a real priest, you know, since mm-hmm. that, the girl talked to him, you know? So, I mean, that's like you said, it's pretty huge insight for someone to just change that quick. Yeah. I do think it's been longer than a, you know, a couple of months only because of how badly decomposed, you know, the guys that were in the plane and the prop plane. Well, no, so you're taking to the fact that he was actually a priest whenever he went back. See, my, my theory is that he wasn't a priest. He was just acting as a priest. Mm -hmm. You know, he had those experiences, but he really wasn't a priest until he had a conversation with that little girl before he went on the plane. Oh, I see what you mean. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You, I guess you could be right because he had that whole conversation with the guy who got on the fake passport. Exactly. Yeah. I guess we can kind of assume that, you know, up until the point he talked to that girl in the airport, he was pretending to be a priest. Yeah. Yeah. That's how I took the whole thing is that he, you know, he really, he never really, I mean, he did it. You know, kind of just, uh, you know, so he wouldn't be in trouble mm-hmm. and, and kind of just, he, he kind of got used to the lifestyle, but right. it really wasn't who he was. I bet what happened was, you know, he, he heard this story or he experienced this mm-hmm. while he was pretending to be yeah, a priest. I, that's what I agree. And yeah. then he understood it yeah. now. Yeah, I agree. It actually makes sense to him now. That's kind of exactly how I thought yeah. of it. Okay. Okay, so, you know, Michael's really feeling the effects of, you know, shooting on on Libby. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Jack comes up on him and he's, you know, he's puking and yeah. just totally in a mess, you know. And he says that it, you know, has to be just the five of them that go and that's the only way that it'll work. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, Jack seems confused and, you know, Michael says it's it's my son and it's my call. And, you know, Jack finally agrees. Yeah, which um, is weird. Yeah. And they get back to the beach and everyone is very happy to see Michael, of course. And I couldn't help but feel like so bad for him. For yeah. Him. Oh yeah. And like the burden he's carrying around, you know, after killing these two mm-hmm. people. And like, I mean, just for a moment when I was watching this episode, I almost felt like I was in his place and I could understand yeah. like what that would be like for people to like be so happy to see you and like to really be like genuinely happy and but you know what you've just yeah done, definitely and you know the situation you're in yeah and they have ze- no clue and if they did you'd be in in trouble oh yeah their perception of you would change completely mm-hmm. you know like basically what mike i'm sure he's feeling is the person that they they're happy to see no longer exists yeah exactly you know yeah very good point so in a flashback we you know we see michael being you know held by the others at the same time when jack sawyer and Locke met up with them in the jungle mm-hmm um, Alex tells Michael that they're they're just delivering a message and he has to scare them to do it. Yeah. Tell me what you thought about that. Well, I mean, it kind of goes back to what we talked about before with these others is that they are in some sense actors, you mm-hmm. know, I mean that they had to, my, my whole thought was that they had to scare them to keep them from following because they were getting awfully close. Mm-hmm. I mean, they were right around the corner from them, you know, and it was such a crazy perspective to see that they, Jack and them were like, on them mm-hmm. and they were out outgunned at least not numbered but outgunned 
by right. Jack and them. Yeah. And you know, you got this situation where it, it looked like they could have really probably took them over, you know, took them over together, yeah. you know, and it captured them and did whatever they wanted to do. But you know, you know, Zeke or he goes, a player <laughs> calls him, yeah. uh, goes back and, and they scare them and they do a great job of intimidating them just by their surroundings, uh-huh. you know, and that's exactly what I thought, thought about. This is, a, this is a whole like a theatrical play type yeah. thing. You yeah, know? it's like they, they could see the situation could get out of hand yeah. and they had to rein it in Definitely. right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's a great point. It's just, it just again, I mean, it shows these these others are thinking on a totally oh, different yeah. level and yeah. they've, they've got a picture in mind that we don't even see yet. Exactly. And that's that's exciting. So it turns out that the girl we saw in maternity leave is definitely Alex. Yes. Um, and she asked, you know, one of the other others to take Kate out when, you know, when Zeke asked for her. Right. Because if you remember in that scene, he says, Alex, bring her yeah. out. You know, yeah. and it's a guy that brings her yep. out. Yep. So we see why that is. Um, you know, and then the others, you know, seem much less scary to me, you know, once you saw what was going on behind the scenes. Yeah, definitely. Which speaks to what you were saying about them being actors or something. Mm-hmm. It definitely seems like they're playing a part. Oh, yeah, definitely. They, they have this big picture in mind, and they know the part they need to play in order to accomplish that mm-hmm. big picture. And that's exactly what they're doing. Yeah, so, it, yeah that's, it, was, it was so weird to see the other side of it. You know, like they're like just over there around the corner yeah. going, all right, Just hey, like people right behind us. the set yeah, on a exactly. stage or something. Yeah, exactly. That was very, very cool. Yeah. So back in real time, you know, Jack has a hard time, you know, you know, limiting their army to only the five people, people Michael mm-hmm. wants to go. And, you know, basically Saeed refuses to stay behind. Right. And again, this, it has to seem obvious to, to at least Saeed or Jack what's going on. Yeah. I, I would think that Jack would have picked it up, but he didn't. Uh-huh. He's just like, Oh, okay. Oh, all right. Yeah. Well, it's, it's weird, but all right. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the most, most argumentative person on the Island doesn't uh-huh. argue this time. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, okay. And that's what I don't get either. I mean, yeah, the purpose that they're talking about right now is going to get Walt. Mm-hmm. But everybody there has a stake in this, oh, this yeah. situation. Yeah. I mean, going to get Walt isn't the only reason why they're going exactly. over there. Exactly. You know? So, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't buy it either. I'd be like, you know, look, you know, we understand and all that. You know, but we we need to all go over there. We need as many people as we can. Mm-hmm. We need to make the six, you know, the situation the best that we possibly can to make sure that they don't just kill us all. Right. Yeah. You know. So yeah. You know, five would be nice and all that, but we need all the help we can get. Yeah, definitely. But we don't hear that at all. No. You know. But anyway, so in the hatch, you know, Echo walks past the part of the hatch where the concrete, you know, has been poured over all this stuff, mm-hmm. and you know, his cross starts to come off of his neck. So again, they're reminding us of this huge magnetic anomaly. Right. Uh, make sure we remember that it's there. Definitely. And, uh, you know, he tells Charlie that he's moving into the hatch. <laughs> yeah. And then he's, you know, that he's supposed to do something different now. So he won't be building the church anymore. Mm-hmm. And Charlie seems pretty left out and, you know, left alone really, um, again. Yeah, Without definitely. Echo, you know, as his buddy. And uh, I just thought it was interesting that, you know, clearly something made Echo decide he was going to build this church. And I mean, we don't know if he was getting some of the same signals and direction from the Island as Locke was earlier or in last season, or if this was just something he was doing to pass the time. Yeah. But clearly he sees that his new purpose is to be in that hatch, pushing that button. Yeah. Yeah. Actually it was kind of like, I don't know, for me, I guess it was kind of aggravating to one sense it's just like please let's get out of the hatch i know it's done just when i thought you know they were going to be able to quit doing that it's Uh like 
he moves in there and, and, you know, it just, now he seems like he's so like, uh-huh. you know, into it, you know, yeah. and like he could last a good couple of months. <laughs> he wasn't even like moving from the chair. Yeah. He was sitting there watching a timer. Click oh, down. I know. I yeah. Was like, he was hardcore. <laughs> that's a little, that's a little harsh. Yeah. I'm like, go and you know, yeah. listen to a record or yeah, go read a book, book or look yeah. at a magazine or something. Yeah. So it does make it seem like, you know, Echo could easily go go a couple of months sitting down there pushing that button, yeah. and we're going to have scenes cutting in and out of that hatch, just like uh, we've had for the whole season. But uh, I, I hope that the the computer blows up again or something. Yeah. <laughs> so, but anyway, here, um, you know, in a flashback, the others and Michael, you know, get to their destination, mm-hmm. and there's a large, you know, odd rock formation on the hill, just like the one that Walt had mentioned in a little computer, right. you know, conversation. And as Michael gets into their camp, we see a couple of things that I noticed. Um, you know, there's a lot of small, like, tent-like buildings that are covered in burlap or something. Mm-hmm. Like, there's some kind of fabric covering them up. Um, there's a door with a Dharma logo on it, and in the middle of the Dharma logo is just a rectangle. Yeah. There was, that was it. It was said Dharma across it. And, um, you know, Zeke sends Alex off to tell, you know, quote, her that they're all there. And um, they take, you know, a blood sample from Michael while they're waiting. Yeah. And then a woman named Miss Clue. Right. Finally arrives and asks Michael some questions. Let's listen to that. All right. Hello, Michael. Where's my son? My name is Miss Clue. I was hoping you might help me answer some questions. About Walt. Where is he? Is he your biological son? What? Are you his father? Yes, I'm his... How old was he when he started speaking? I... He... Did he have any illnesses growing up? Headaches, fainting spells? What? No! I don't... I wasn't there. He, he was halfway around the world. Why are you asking me all these Did questions? Walt? ever appear in a place he wasn't supposed to be. You say he was halfway around the world, but did you see? I want my son. You bring him to me right now. I want to see my boy. For someone who wants his son back so badly, you don't seem to know much about him, Michael. So there's some interesting stuff there. Oh, yeah. Some crazy stuff. I mean, first of all, you know, is he your biological son? We can make some guesses about what the purpose of that question might be. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, for one, possibly that um, Walt has some weird abilities that make him seem like he couldn't be Michael's son. Yeah. Um, or it could just be, you know, they're trying to get more information to discover more about Walt. Mm-hmm. Who knows? How old was he when he started speaking? Again, like they're trying to get some more background information yeah. on Walt. Um, did, did he have any illnesses growing up, headaches, fainting spells again? But it's very specific. It's like they know what they're looking for and oh, they're yeah. trying to confirm what they think. Yeah, definitely. Through the questions they're asking. Yeah. 
And then the important one, did Walt ever appear in a place where he wasn't supposed to be? Mm -hmm. You know, you say he was halfway around the world, but did you ever see him? Yeah. So very clearly, she's saying that he has or would have this ability to appear in basically anywhere. Yeah. So did he ever appear to Michael, you know, back, I forget where they lived, but even though he was on the other side of the world. Right, yeah. Which is super interesting. Oh, yeah. Tell me me what you're thinking. Well, okay, obviously we we talked about the computer thing, you know. I mean, maybe Mm -hmm. he didn't have to be in front of a computer to talk to Michael. Mm -hmm. You know, this somehow he has this ability to, you know, to do and be uh, what he, you know, wherever he wants to be. Mm -hmm. What I don't understand is, okay, and then the other thing, I guess, whenever um, Shannon used to see Right. You know. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's like he was there, uh-huh. but there's something different about him when he was there. You know, yeah. obviously we know he wasn't speaking regularly yeah. and he was, he looked different and, right. um, which if, if he could do that, I didn't understand exactly why he didn't reappear himself to Michael, mm-hmm. you know, um, and what that's all about, right. you know, what that whole, but I mean, yeah, it makes me think of those times, you know, and, and uh, obviously the, if that's the case, and this under, it makes you understand why they think Michael's so special, or not Michael, but uh, Walt's so special, and they want right. to study him, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't. So I don't know. It's it's definitely, I don't know. It's definitely interesting that that they're they've got him, and then they they feel that he's this special, and, and they're trying to find all this information about him. Right. Um, what it's about, I don't know, but. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, there's. Like we've talked about before, you know, or like you've just said even, um, you know, Walt appearing before Shannon a couple of times. Mm-hmm. The first time, I think, was right after he was kidnapped. Yeah. And he was all wet. Mm-hmm. And and it does definitely seem like he has this ability to kind of self-project right. himself. Like he can make himself appear wherever he wants. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, he was all wet the first time. It's almost like he was all wet because he was in the water. Yeah, and it's exactly. Like even though he's projecting himself, you know, parts of the place where he's really at exactly kind of appear in his projection also. Yeah. So yeah, it's like he has this ability and we've seen obviously lots of things throughout mm-hmm. the show where he has these abilities to do things. Yeah, definitely. Um, and this just makes more sense out of some of the things we've seen that didn't make sense before. Right. So it, yeah. And even Saeed had saw him that one time, you know, right after. So. Yeah. Whenever Shannon was killed. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it makes, 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 makes a lot more sense now that knowing that, you know, they have been studying him or maybe even knew mm-hmm. that he had this ability and that's the reason they took him in the first place right, to yeah. study that more. Um, but yeah, we're learning a lot of information about Walt. Definitely. But then it's, I thought it was really interesting. She repeats that line that Walt's mother's lawyer said, you know, for, mm-hmm. for a guy who wants his boy back so badly, you don't seem to know much about him. Yeah. And I thought that was very interesting because we've had a lot of themes of lines being repeated verbatim by different characters in this show. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I thought that was definitely worth mentioning. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and I think maybe it would because at that point, Michael pretty much blew up and got tore up at the the hearing back Mm -hmm. then. And maybe she was just priming him for what he was about to do. She figured if she excited him and reminded him, Mm -hmm. this is your son, you got to fight for him this time. You know, he might be taken and never seen again. Um, and she knew that she was going to ask him to do these things later. So it was just kind of priming the pump. You right. Know? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. So back in real time, you know, Michael convinces Saeed that he's not going with them to attack the others. Right. And try to get Walt back. Uh, Charlie continues working on the church. You kind know, of. 
Yeah, kind of. <laughs> uh, when Vincent runs up, you know, carrying one of the Mary statues. Yeah. And once again, he's confronted with the choice again of whether or not to do to use heroin. Mm-hmm. Thankfully, I th- he finally throws all of the remaining statues into the ocean. Yeah, that was that was great. Yeah, and that was awesome. And uh, Locke happens to witness this as well, mm-hmm. which was good because we won't get any more of Locke, you know, second guessing whether right. or not Charlie's using. And so it seems like they're trying to put that whole issue to bed. Yeah, like it's done, passed, over with. We're Definitely. not going to be talking about that anymore. I hope it don't wash up on shore. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. I was like, you yeah. should have broke it. He'll find port. like yeah. 19 statues, you know, washed up on exactly. the beach in one morning. <laughs> exactly. So uh, then in a flashback, you know, Michael is being held in a large tent-like structure when Miss Clue shows up again. Mm-hmm. And let's listen to that scene. Dinner time. When are you going to do it? When am I going to do what? Kill me. I see where you live. I know how to get here. You have been asking me questions I don't know the answer to for a week. I don't even think my son is alive. He is alive, Michael. He's standing outside right now. Don't you think I'm stupid? There's been a development since you came here, Michael. One of our people was captured by yours. So go get him back. We can't do that. But you can. And if you do, we'll let you and Walt go free. I want to see my son. Michael, I... I want to see him! If he is out there, you bring him in! You bring him in here right now! Pick it! You have three minutes. Walt? Dad. Let him go. Let him go. Get your hands off him right Dad, now. Don't. Are you okay? Huh? Yeah. Are you, did they hurt you? They make me take tests. They make you what? We're not going to talk about that. How's Vincent? Vincent's... He's great. He's great. He misses you. Hey, don't, don't, don't be scared, man. Don't be scared. It's gonna be over real soon, okay? I'm gonna get you out of here, okay? They're not who they say they are. Walt, They're pretending! You want me to put you in the room again? Pretending? Pretending what? Okay, that's it. We're done. No, 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 wait. Hey, wait, 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 wait. Come here, come here, Walt. Walt. Wait, come here, come here, wait. I'm sorry, come here. Dad, don't leave me. Help me, please. No. Don't leave me. No. I won't, man. I'm gonna take you. I'm gonna get you out of here, okay? I promise you, I will get you out of here, okay? Dad, Dad. Let him go! Walt, wait! Let go of him! I love you! Walt, I'm gonna get you out of here! I love you! 
Walt, I love you too, Walt. Walt. Let me go. We're going to get Dad. you out of here. <laughs> After you release our man, I'm going to need you to do something else. <laughs> Writing four names down. Four of your friends. We need you to bring them here. You have to bring only these four people. Michael, just them. If you don't bring all the people on the list, you'll never see Walt again. <laughs> Do you understand, Michael? <laughs> what do I tell them? Doesn't matter. Make up a story. They'll be angry enough to believe whatever you say. Who's James Ford? You know him as Sawyer. You know the rest of them? Yeah. I know them. If I do all this, if I do what you say, you get your son back. You both go free. So there's some interesting stuff here. Um, for one, you know, he's promised that if he completes the plan, you know, to get those people, four people back to the others, yeah, uh, that, that he'll be let go and Walt will be able to go with him. Right. So they'll be set free completely. Walt says they make him take tests. Yep. Um, which was really interesting. It kind of goes back to what we were just talking about, them trying to find out more about his abilities. Mm-hmm. Um, they're not who they say they are. They're pretending. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, which goes back to what we talked about earlier in the mm-hmm. episode. Um, clearly these people are pretending to be something they're not. Oh yeah, definitely. And we'll come back to that in a minute. Okay. Um, do you want us to put you in the room again? Miss Clue says to Walt. Right. Like they've got some room that apparently he doesn't like being in and she's threatening to put it in, put him into it again. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, seeing Walt again, you know, convinces Michael that he'll do whatever he has to in order to get them both free. And so it's kind of providing us, you know, with a little bit of the justification that he had for doing, you know, for killing yeah, Anna exactly. and Libby. And it, it becomes clear that the decision he had to make was much harder than, than we could have seen before. Yeah. And then she gives him a list of four people, you know, whom he's supposed to bring back to them. Only those four, no one else. Mm-hmm. And if he doesn't, he'll never see Walt again. So you wanted to talk a little bit about that list of the four people. Well, I mean, the list of the four people, obviously, I mean, we talked about it originally a little bit uh, about how they were the ones that were in the hatch 
whenever, you know, Michael gets, you know, mm-hmm. does what he does. He lets Henry go, kills the two, you know, and the other four are left. And I just think that's kind of like, that's ironic. I mean, first off, Locke's not there. He's always in the hatch. Mm-hmm. You know, he's out hunting for, you know, this guy, Miss Henry guy. Yeah. And Mr. Echo's the one that drawed him out. You know, he's the one that said, you know, mm-hmm. basically, that, well, the island said Locke had to go. Right. You know, it's like it was primed. Yeah. That they were pulling Echo and Locke out of there. Right. The other two that were there were dead. Henry's gone, so there's only four of them left. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, how in the world? I was thinking, how in the world does that happen? How I mean, mm-hmm. how do you set it up? You know, I mean, other yeah. other than you know Sawyer going and telling Saeed, you know, it was set up perfectly. Right. Those four are left. You know, and I mean, you got you got, well, you got all the really main characters other than Saeed involved. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, you got um, the ones that have probably the deepest issues. It seems like. Mm-hmm. I mean, it doesn't seem. I mean, like. Son and Jen, yeah, they have issues, you know, but it's not, you know, mm-hmm. doesn't seem anything like the rest right. of them. They're mostly relationship kind of issues. Yeah. You know, and, and so the, these these four are the ones that are other than, and Saeed, Saeed has issues, but it's like he kind of like resolves some of it, you know, a little mm-hmm. bit too. Uh, but these four are still dealing with everything. Yeah. You know. And I don't know. I don't know if it's just coincidental, but mm-hmm. it just—it really kind of blew my mind. Yeah. Like well, I mean, we talked about this lot in the last episode. Question mark about how all these different events connected together mm-hmm. to lead up to this end result. Mm-hmm. And it seems like sometimes people have done it. Mm-hmm. Other times, this island has right. almost seemed to do it. Yeah. By providing visions or ideas to people, and uh, in this case, you're right. Like it told Echo. He and Locke had to go together mm-hmm. to do something. Mm-hmm. And so Locke, who would normally be totally locked up in that that hatch, got out. Exactly. As a result, ended up deciding he didn't want anything to do with the hatch. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, the only people left in the hatch were the people that Michael was going to need to take back to the others. And Mr. Echo's so now enthralled by this uh-huh. hatch, he's not going anywhere. Right. You know. Yep. Now, one thing I just just popped into my mind is... This whole theme of, you know, these people who have these issues or seem to not take full appreciation for life. And stuff. Mm-hmm. It's like it's almost like a really good Saw movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> so exactly. It's like these people are, you know, been totally not appreciative of, of what they have in life. And so they've been brought to this island that's mm-hmm. going to like, you know, torture them. And, yeah, <laughs> I know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, it's what it does seem like for sure. But uh, yeah, anyway. Um but yeah, that's a great point. I mean, between the last the last episode and this episode, I mean, there's been some crazy stuff, a crazy chain of events that have had to happen the way they happened in order for the events to turn out like they yeah, have. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it seems like if, if Michael would have went into that hatch and Locke had been there and he said, guys, you know, the five of us are going to go get Walt right. back, Locke would have been with them. Oh, yeah. For sure. And there wouldn't have been any telling him no. Yeah, exactly. So it's things have had to happen a certain way to make things turn out the way they needed to be. Yeah, definitely. So a character bit here, you know, Locke is sitting on the beach, you know, contemplating what he's to do next. And he, you know, he cuts off his splint and he's up and walking again. Yeah. Just days after this whole, you know, thing with his leg happened. Well, mm-hmm. maybe a week. I don't know, yeah. but not very long. No. And on the beach, Saeed tells Jack that he believes Michael has been compromised. Right. And that he's leading them into a trap. 
And Saeed says that they must continue to let him think that he's in control yep. and he's going to come up with a plan so they can gain an advantage over Michael. Mm-hmm. At the funeral, Hurley decides he'll go with Michael yeah. and the others. Michael has his team together now, uh, but he doesn't realize that they're on to him. Oh, yeah. So it sets up a really great, um, you know, I, get, I can't think of the word. It sets up a great expectation for this mm-hmm. next season into what's going to happen. You know, how are they going to counter Michael's plan or right. keep themselves from being, you know, captured by the others? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it was it was uh i i was i like the fact that saeed obviously stayed i knew he would stay to it you know he kind of gave it a little you know like oh yeah i totally understand but i knew he would be uh-huh. you know following or doing something but he he let jack in on it and jack started you know questioning even at the funeral looks over at him you could just tell that michael's elsewhere uh-huh. you know and uh so i think they're on you know definitely on to him and then and then you see then there's a mystery you're Sun sees a boat. Yeah. Just then Sun looks to the ocean and says, boat. And sure enough, there's a boat out in the water headed towards them. Yeah. So it's looking like there's a potential that they could actually be found by somebody else. Mm-hmm. And uh, which is really cool. Yeah. I mean, it, it's really odd to think about all this other stuff that's happening with the others. Yeah. If you if you take all of that and then you add to the scenario, the fact that someone's just showed up, you could, you know, potentially rescue them. Oh, yeah. Like, that means nothing now. The other stuff means nothing. Yeah, yeah exactly. Except for Walt's still gone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <And then Michael laughs> you guys wait alone. here. We got to go get Walt. Yeah. yeah. So, but what did you think about the the whole boat showing up? Any thoughts? Oh, to me, it just, it's it's got to be something the others has placed out there and something or another. It's not, to me, it's not, uh, it's definitely not a rescue. It's not. Really? I, yeah. It To me, it's it's something or another. I don't know. It's. So I, I expected to see the boat blow up is what I, ex- yeah. you know, something crazy happened, you know, mm-hmm. just, but it's because I don't, I don't feel that it, first of all, I don't think this place is anywhere a boat can get to. I don't right. believe it's actually an island, you mm-hmm. know, somewhere that people could float up to. Right. So. Well, yeah, but I mean, this wasn't an other's boat. I mean, this was like, well, was a, a, a like an expensive sailboat. Yeah, you know? but still, I don't. Totally look like a, like a leisure type boat it it does but like once again i i believe all of this stuff is orchestrated i Uh don't believe anything's by coincidence you know and i mean even with the whole henry thing now i believe Uh i i almost think that that was part of all this you know like right even he was just a great actor of some sort but maybe he this maybe he's not going to get killed maybe this was his mission Uh to be locked up to be you know all this to happen right it makes me feel, feel like everything is this giant puzzle and the pieces yeah. have to fall where they have to fall, uh-huh. you know? Yeah. Very good point. Do you have anything else from the episode before we get to our voicemail? No, it was really good. Really okay. good. Well, we have a voicemail here. We thought we'd play. Anton and Evan, it's Friday. It's about five thirty, and I just finished listening to two for the road that you just did. You guys, this is by far your best episode you've ever done. Um, listening to the clips that you played, uh, just re- especially bringing back the white rabbit stuff with Christian and uh, talk and, and having Jack talk to his mother. It, it's mind blowing listening to that stuff again and really thinking about this episode. You guys did a great job of, of covering all of this stuff. I just wanted to say that. Um, thank you. That was that was one of the best episodes I've listened to that you've done. Uh, I can't wait to hear uh, question mark and the season finale. Um, good job, guys. Take 
Well, thanks, Jed. Jed's been an awesome, faithful caller. Oh, yeah. And uh, yeah, we appreciate your message very much. And uh, yeah, that uh, what was the, the episode he referenced? Was it the question? White Rabbit. Oh, wait. Oh, you mean uh, the one? Yeah, it was question mark. And we went back to White Rabbit, I think. Right. Yeah. So, going yeah. back, we've been trying to make sure as we discover new things about this whole mystery that we go back and connect the pieces with the previous bits of information we've got. So sometimes it'll make sense to play, you know, a sound clip from a previous episode. Other times we might just mention it. But thanks a lot. Yeah, we've uh, enjoyed. It was, it was definitely two for the road, not not question mark huh? that he referenced. Was, oh, yeah, two yeah. for the road. Yeah, I said, we said question mark, but he was referencing two right. for the road. Yeah. Yeah, well, we went back and heard from, you know, mm-hmm. Jack's mother. and yeah, Definitely. That. But yes, Jed, thank you very much. And we also have an email here I wanted to read. Nathaniel writes, this is one of my favorite lost podcasts. And I am so happy that you both have gone back to the old episodes of the best show on television. It is easy to get caught up with the hype of the newest season, but we should remember those episodes that got us to where we are. I feel that Anton has a good understanding of the show. Many people find Lost confusing, but in my opinion, most of those people confuse themselves. I think in the middle of season three, he's going to start leaning into what we already know from season five as a huge answer about the show. In other words, I think he'll get it, and I think he'll really enjoy it. You are in for a treat with the season two finale. It is one of the most important episodes in the series. So much of that episode has repercussions for the next three years. I really hope you guys dig into that one. By my calculations, Anton will catch up with the rest of us sometime after season five has ended. He'll watch season five during the hiatus, and then he'll have to wait for season six like the rest of us. Do you have any plans for the hiatus? I hope you continue on, even if not at the pace you are currently running. I've been watching Lost since the beginning of season two. I never watched TV, but my wife was urged to borrow the season one box set from a coworker, and both had to catch up. I immediately took to listening to podcasts and have went and read many of the books that have appeared on the show. Some of these books are important. I won't spoil which ones those are. Thanks for the great podcast. Nathaniel, thank you so much. There, there is some, there's some great stuff in there, and I think more than anything... It, it gives us a look at what's to come in this show. Yeah. I've already, I think I've probably overhyped season, the season two finale to Anton, but mm-hmm. I, I've, I just watched it uh, the other night again and forgot how much stuff is in that episode. I mean, honestly, I think we learn more in that one episode than we've learned this entire season. Really? It's, it's really great. Wow. So I'm looking forward to digging into that as well. As far as the hiatus is concerned, we're still working out exactly after, you know, we get done doing season five and um, what, what we're going to do in that. But, yeah, we do plan to do some stuff mm-hmm. um, and uh, we'll be on the same boat with you guys at that point. Right. So. Yeah, we'll avoid going, you know, not having any episodes at all. Yeah. I'm not sure what that'll look like yet, but we will definitely do something yeah. during that time because it would be horrible to wait all that time anyway. So we'll definitely see what we can do. So we have one more email here that I wanted to read. BCK Lockhart writes, Anton and Evan, with season five going on, it makes it more difficult to concentrate on the earlier episodes right now. But I was listening to your recap of question mark this morning and Echo said something that really applies to your podcast. I believe the work you are doing is more important now than ever. With all that we are experiencing in season five, Watching and really paying attention to what goes on in seasons two and three will be very important. Keep up the great work. In the episode three minutes, we see why Michael did what he did to Anna and Lucia and Libby. 
I never understood why he chose to do this, though. He really could have come up with a better plan. Mm. Maybe even tell the truth to Jack and the others. I think it was just that Anna Lucia had the gun and he saw it as an opportunity. Walt tells his dad that they make him do tests. I've always wondered what kind of tests he was taking. I'm thinking that it has nothing to do with the social studies, math, or reading. Could it be some other kind of paranormal testing? Take care, Lockhart. Couple things there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he makes a great point about uh, season five, and, and this won't spoil anything for anybody. Okay. But I will say that what's been really exciting about season five so far is how much they are pointing back to information given in seasons two and three. Um, rather than asking a lot of new questions, right. they're starting to come back and reference things that happened in the past and give us more information on those. Okay. So they are definitely in an answer mode rather than a question mode. Right. And so, like I've mentioned before, it's amazing to me how much the stuff we're talking about applies to what's going on in season five. Mm -hmm. But I'll leave it at that. And he makes the comment about Michael. You know, did he really have to kill Aunt Lucia and Libby? You know, we've already said that we think Libby was an accident pretty much, that she was there at the wrong time. Right. But what do you think about that? I thought about it as well. I was thinking to myself, it's like, had he he could have he could have told them, and I think maybe the outcome could have been the same. Um, I think that he could have gotten the gun somehow, mm-hmm. and then made them do, you know, what he asked, right? Without killing them, you know, I right. felt like he kind of just went to the. Well, this is the the the, I, well, it's kind of the easiest, but the most extreme, uh-huh. you yeah. know, right. Um, so. And it was the total loner response. Like yeah. I can I can come up with the top of my head here um, a scenario that I think would work better. You know, hey guys, I was just in the others. They gave me this note with a list of the four of you. Yeah. And they want me to bring you back to them in order for me to get Walt and we'll be set free. Yeah. We need to come up with a plan so the five of us can go back and they think that I'm leading you to them, but instead we're staging some type of attack or ambush. Right. And then, you know, the best of both worlds. Yeah, definitely. Doesn't have to kill anybody, but he gets them back there to the others. Yeah, but it points to me like uh, Miss Clue knew that he was going to do this already Mm -hmm. because she goes, they'll be mad enough. They'll do anything you tell them to do. Right. You know, and I'm like, Mm -hmm. so she already knew what he was going to do. You know, right. I, you know, it wasn't like she knew he wasn't going to go back and, and say, hey, this is what's going on. He, she knew that he was going to do something to stir yeah. up the beehive. Which is, which is really interesting, though, because I think if, if Michael came back and said, look, guys, you know, they're going to let me and Walt leave mm-hmm. if I can get you guys back there. I don't think they're going to say, no, there's no, no way. Or, you know, I think they would have been really receptive. I to agree. It. And they could have come up with a plan to make it at least look like they were going to be delivered to the others yeah. without actually putting themselves in harm's way. Mm-hmm, definitely. But, I mean, it's almost like for some reason Michael decided to be a complete loner oh, yeah. in this situation and decide to do something that only involved him That's right. Yep. rather than involving anyone else. Yeah, definitely. So that was a really great point, and um, I totally agree that Michael could have found a better way to do yeah. it. And then the last thing he mentions are the tests. You know, like he says, I'm thinking that it has nothing to do with social studies, math, or reading. Could it be some other kind of paranormal testing? Definitely. Oh, yeah. I mean, they clearly, either they know that Walt has some special abilities already, Mm -hmm. and they're just trying to confirm them, you know, by using some, you know, 
pieces of data from his past or they you know suspect that right. he has some kind of ability and they're trying to prove that right now yeah definitely either way very 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 interesting yeah anything else from you no definitely not just uh, everybody remember our contest yep yeah, we still have a contest going on. There'll be more on this later. Um, I had a really interesting um, voicemail from somebody, which I'll play in the next episode, um, that had an idea for how to improve the contest. Um, okay. Um, Jed mentioned that we might want to find a way to encourage, you know, recruiting new viewers to the show, new listeners to our That's show. Good idea. And rather than just, you know, offering to give, you know, the seasons one through four on DVD have some sort of contest that rewards the people who get new listeners and new viewers to the show. Yeah. Whether it be, you know, one person tells another person and person two, you know, sends us person's one, one's name and their story about how they started watching, but something like that. So we're going to be thinking more, um, in terms of a way to attract new viewers to lost. Okay. And, um, so we might um, delay the announcement on what the actual the prize is going to be until we can come up with a, a great plan for um, structuring the contest. Related to that, um, we wanted to announce something special in this episode, uh, which is that we're going to start doing a vidcast. That'll be the Lost Mystery Vidcast with Anton and Evan. Mm-hmm. And um, the plans are still in the works, but basically we're wanting to do um, occasionally, we're not sure if it'll be once a week or we'll just handpick episodes that we think would be suitable for the vidcast. And we will actually record those, um, use a three camera setup and record us recording the episode, have clips from the Apple actual episodes instead of just sound clips. Right. And then we would distribute that through the normal website feed. We would welcome your feedback on that, but we are planning for this coming Friday's episode uh, to be our first video episode. We will still be releasing the audio version just like we have been, mm-hmm. but there will be, in addition, a video version. So we hope you all enjoy that, and we look forward to your feedback. Anything else? That's it. Well, on Friday, we'll be discussing Live Together, Die Alone, the season two finale. And like I just said, it will be in both video and audio format. So uh, until then, we will see you all later. Thanks for listening to the Lost Mystery Podcast with Anton and Evan. New episodes are released every Sunday, Wednesday, and Friday morning at 7 o'clock a.m. Eastern Standard Time. In the meantime, if you haven't already, you can sign up and become part of our community at lostmysterypodcast.com. Email us your questions or comments to info at lostmysterypodcast.com. And please call our listener line at 765-439-4190 with your name, where you're calling from, and also let us know whether or not you'd like your comments to be used on an upcoming episode.